1: VR training platforms, like the one developed by Fundamental
2: VR and Orbis International, are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real
1: patients.
3: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at
0: meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
1: Doug
3: hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see.
2: Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Sunday, June 12, 2022. Happy L.A. Pride Day. Happy Tony Awards Night. My guests today are an old favorite, a recent favorite, and a new favorite. They are Sam Levine, Tommy McNamara, and Blair Saki. Hello. Hi, Doug. Hey, Hi, Doug. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, uh, people don't know whether to all speak at the same time or take turns. <laughs> so let's meet each of you uh, individually and alphabetically, starting with Sam, the ma'am Levine, is back. Welcome,
3: you dangling champ. You. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And I just realized for the first time in as many games, I, uh, I have the last name advantage. At long it's, last.
2: It's finally <laughs> happened when you needed it the least. Because <laughs> uh, our other guests uh, include a, uh, another returning champion uh, who won a hard-fought battle just <laughs> last week. He's the co-host of the Stand By Your Band podcast. It's Tommy McNamara. Hey, Tommy.
0: So happy to be back. This is a, very exciting to be a returning champion. How do you feel about squaring off with, uh, Sam? I think that if it's a real trivia based game, I'm going to have zero chance, but if oh. it's a goofier game, I might, <laughs> I might be able to pull it
2: out. Well, you know, as a matter of fact, today, we're just going to roll some dice and, uh, <laughs> see who wins. All right. Then I feel good. And I won't know if you're telling, you know, if you say I just rolled a six or whatever, I won't know. You can, you can say you rolled whatever you want. Um, but uh, yeah, good luck to you today, Tommy. And you know her, you love her. It's Blair Saki. Hello, Blair. Hello, Doug. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing really good, actually. Um, do you know about Tommy McNamara's podcast,
1: Stand By Your Band? Yes, I'm a two-time guest. Okay. And, uh, I have defended some bands honor on there <laughs> to the death.
2: Which ones did you defend?
1: I defended uh, on a famously uh, charged episode, uh, Good Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And um, (laughs) I forget who else I defended. Tommy, do you remember? I don't, but
0: the Good Charlotte episode is always one I tell. When people are like, what's an episode to start with? That's one I often say because it's a very funny episode
2: and Blair goes very hard. (laughs) Why do you like, uh, just quickly, why do you like Good Charlotte so much?
1: Well, you know, it was a moment in time of my life and mm-hmm. full, chock full of angst in my Ford Explorer. And I really got, uh, I aired my lungs out. There's some catchy, catchy songs and people like to shit on them. And so I have to defend the underdogs, you know. is Is Good Charlotte still a thing? Um, no, but they're very happily married, long term marriages, which I find, um, you know, inspirational.
3: <laughs> That's well, nice. I didn't know they were mutually exclusive.
1: Yeah, I <laughs> either I, via like, band
3: or happily married. Hey
2: guys, I gotta quit the band. I'm getting married. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, me too.
1: Guys, in this business, in this town,
2: in this town,
1: it's an accomplishment.
2: It really is. Yes. Uh, Sam, what do you think about uh, when it comes to defending bands or artists? Is there a particular musician uh, that you would defend if you went on this
3: show? Uh, that I'd have to defend. I don't know that any of the bands that I like need defense. I think. Oh, okay. We most of, most of the bands. Well, I'm Hold just down. saying I, am very, I'm a very, uh, vanilla, you know, ice cream kind of like Led Zeppelin, the who Oh, you just said vanilla ice accidentally. Oh no. <laughs>
2: I'm a okay, very vanilla I ice guess I'll
3: go on and defend creamer. Rob Van Winkle. If I have to, <laughs>
2: um, Wait, so who else were you going to say?
3: Yeah, you just like uh, bands that are huge. Huge. giant, But Yeah, I mean, I like a a couple of smaller bands. Coldplay, I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Oh, my God.
2: That would be a great (laughs) one to defend. (laughs) That is a
3: perfect, yeah, perfect. (laughs) There's lots of people that hate Coldplay, some without ever listening to them. That's a, a fact. Okay, so I'll come on and defend Coldplay.
2: Yes. All right. Well, I mean, you know, I'm not, not trying to do your booking for you, Tommy, but uh, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you've got a date if you want one. No, oh, I love it. All right, cool. Um, before we get into the games today, I always like my guests to uh, recommend a movie. So this is kind of like stand by your movie, where uh, you have to uh, suggest a film and and defend it if it if it needs defending. We'll start with you, Sam. What would you like to recommend this time?
3: Well, we're speaking of music. uh, I would like to recommend School of Rock.
2: Mm. Whoa, that's a good one. Anybody who hasn't seen that, I don't know what's wrong with them, but uh, they need to rectify
3: it, Mm -hmm. I think. I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I remember the first time I saw that in theaters and immediately was taken by just how charming and fun and... Uh, 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 you know, it's a film that you automatically start caring about the Jack Black character and the kids like you, unless you're heartless.
2: Yeah, it's really uh, it really comes together quite nicely. It's it's such a such a fun movie and the music's great. And it just really it really captures like pretty much what Jack Black is all about, like the Mm -hmm. kind of music he likes and how good he is at performing it. And, uh, you know,
3: and, and Doug loves movies, uh, former guest, Sarah Silverman, always great. Yeah.
2: You know, she has to play an unlikable character, unfortunately, (laughs) but, uh, I, I always, uh, bring this up when the movie comes up. Uh, the name Ned Schneebly is one of my favorite movie character names (laughs) of all time. (laughs) And that he's pretending to be Ned Schneebly, like to be able to pretend to be Ned Schneebly and keep saying it and not like, you know, crack up is uh, impressive in and of itself. Yep. All right. That's a good one. You got to follow a good one, Tommy. What do you have to recommend this week?
0: So it's kind of insane to recommend this, but I'd never seen it before. And I watched on the plane. I was on a plane this week and on the plane, I decided to watch a movie called Reservoir Dogs. What?
3: What?
2: Was it the only Tarantino movie you hadn't seen, or are there other holes in your Tarantino? I think it was the only one I hadn't viewing. seen. Because um, I watched
0: Jackie Brown for the first time last year, and I think that might be my favorite. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think I have seen it, it was the only one I hadn't seen, and it was randomly on the plane. It was randomly part of Delta's collection.
3: So I was like, I'm going to rectify this now.
1: Dang, I'm going to have to watch that on Delta too.
3: So was this version, I mean, was there were there any edits made to the movie? Did the the, was the language as harsh as I remember it? Wait, there's swearing in Reservoir? (laughs) There's no swearing, there's no violence. There's no
2: (laughs) I don't you never know
3: when you watch it on a plane. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like like Michael Madsen
2: at one point puts a phone to his ear and dances around. It's really weird the changes (laughs) they (laughs) make. Very family-friendly movie. Yeah. <laughs> instead of
3: all, instead of using guns, they all have walkie-talkies now. It's such a weird change.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, ever since they did that to ET, it's happened to almost exactly. every movie. No, yep. I, I don't. Sam, I don't know what you're doing on planes these days, but um, they they pretty much leave them unedited now. And sometimes right. they'll, sometimes they'll even say if it's one of those screens in front of you where you pick movies, it'll mm-hmm. even say, "Be aware of the people sitting around you." Like. Well, what the fuck? I got to fucking, you know, watch something based on what I think the people around me are going to react to. <laughs>
3: Plus those I guess, screens, you you can't see a lot of them from an angle anyway because of the yeah, way they're set up, you know? That's a good point. No, you're actually right. I just remembering I watched Lethal Weapon on a flight uh, maybe two or three years ago and they showed nudity and everything.
2: Yeah, because you can't, you know, you can't not show Mel's butt, especially mm-hmm. back in its prime. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's prime butt. Uh, but uh wow reservoir dogs for the first time and because it's like maybe my top in my top three or four uh tarantinos i mean i know he's only made nine or ten movies but uh what did did you say what you think of it did we skip over that i loved
0: it i i so i knew like you know i knew the stuck in the middle with you seen already and i would heard you know i knew some of the quotes and stuff but it was i really enjoyed it watching it uh you know it's just cool and it was funny reading i read ebert's review after and he didn't like it which was funny to read <laughs> uh, but, but, uh, but yeah i really enjoyed it I thought that was yeah it's
2: uh it, it, it's just such a tightly constructed thing there's not a mm-hmm. boring moment and uh you know it does get a little over the top in the in the violence but that you know also you know helps with the tension mm-hmm. and uh I, I yeah i just think it's a terrific movie and that um, is just incredible
0: um I mean, that's such a great performance.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's You know, they're all like at the top of their game and that all just, you know, yelling at shooting each other. I mean, it's mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, a you know, bunch of dumb men movies. So I, you know, I, I don't, I don't generally recommend those, but this is one that, uh, uh, I, I just really like, but it's also funny to me that, because I agree with you that Jackie Brown is another one of his best ones. And, uh, I wonder why he hasn't adapted more, you know, things from existing material. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, cause he's got enough ideas that he doesn't have to, but, but like I expected more of that after Jackie Brown. Cause it was so good.
0: Yeah. And Elmore Leonard is such a perfect match for him too. It would be great if he would do another one, but
2: yeah, he's Elmore Leonard wrote so many things, you know, like, and like the TV show justified, they, they managed to spin that out into several years. And now it sounds like they're going to make a justified movie. So like, and I also like that Get Shorty show on, uh, uh, I think it's on Stars—that that uh, is based on, obviously, the Elmore Leonard's Get Shorty. Uh, all right. Well, enough about that. Let's go to, I'm going to go ahead and guess here that
1: uh,
2: <laughs> this is going to be, we're going to go a different direction. We're going to go from R to G or PG because <laughs> Blair is going to recommend something animated.
1: Yes, I am.
2: Uh, Uh, Which one Which one are you going to recommend There's been a couple of good ones lately
1: Yeah well I actually DM'd you about it When I saw it But um, I'm going to have to recommend To the Douglas movie listeners uh, the film, The Bad Guys. Yeah, the other day I paid no less than 19.99 99 to view the movie <laughs> from my home. And I have to tell the listeners that it was 100% worth it. A really good film. Enjoyed it top to bottom.
2: Who are some of the voices in that one?
1: So Mark Marin voiced Mr. Snake. And I have to say, <laughs> I, I mean, he came out. Uh, Mark Maron, he should be a bad guy more because his voice was even more sinister. He made it even more sinister. He was perfectly cast. Sam Rockwell was Mr. Wolf. Um, it was just really, really fun. Aquafina, Zazie Beats. Of course, I'm manifesting one of these roles for myself. Um, but yeah.
2: Oh, you see like maybe a sequel or a a series?
1: Oh, I don't know. Just, you know, a movie in this realm. It was really fun. It had everything I needed. Well, I am going to check
2: that out, uh, you know, based on your recommendation. I mean, I, I, I'm interested in even before you told me you liked it, but, uh, um because it does kind of sound it's funny that uh tommy recommended reservoir dogs because it just seems like it's reservoir dogs with actual animals
1: right and a lot more heart and um emotional <laughs> resolution i <laughs> always see um mark Marin at the store when i go up there and i really want i saw him last night and i really wanted to go up and tell him how much i loved him as mr snake but i didn't know if he would like that so of course i said nothing <laughs>
2: I would think that he would like it just because he's probably not hearing from a lot of people on, on that subject.
1: I don't know. You know, I mean,
2: anybody could say, oh, you're great on glow, you know, but nobody's nobody's seeing this movie unless they're watching it with their kids or they are Blair Saki.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard it um did very well at the box office, so though. That's, that's good. That's to- good.
2: That's good to hear because I I felt like it was, you know, it felt poorly marketed to me. It felt like uh, I I didn't hear much about it. Right. Um, And that they should have put you in charge of the marketing.
1: (laughs) They should have put a a stoner blonde woman in charge.
2: (laughs) Well, if I, next time I see Mark, if I haven't seen it yet, I'm going to tell him Blair Saki loves your movie. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I am going to call it your movie so that he has to guess. Okay, <laughs> uh, but it's called the bad guys.
1: Yes, yeah, so good.
2: Okay, I just want to make sure I got it right because that's another thing about it. It's kind of a generic a title at this point because there's the other guys, the good guys, nice guys, right. good fellas, guys, guys. That's not a movie. <laughs> the I bad like bad guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is gonna. This could be really interesting to see how this shakes out. Uh, you know, especially between School of Rock and Reservoir Dogs because uh, they're they're both classics. But uh, you know, Bad Guys could be it could be considered a new classic, and this also could encourage you know the listeners to uh, to check it out. Twenty bucks though on the pay per view, I guess, right? Whoa, whoa, whoa! It was worth it. Okay. <laughs> That's that's quite the testimonial. That it's worth twenty bucks because uh, you know the price comes down to like you know seven, six, five, you know, and down to zero when it hits this, a streamer. Uh, if you don't, you don't have to wait too long for that to happen. So to recommend that people pay the twenty and not wait is uh, is, is quite the recommendation. <laughs> Thank you for that, and we will play some games right after these messages. We're back, and it's time for our first game. Is everybody ready? And yes. Y'all got in a quick restroom break. Maybe got a snack.
3: I baked some cookies. Would you like one? You made some cookies <laughs> during the break? Yeah. You know,
2: we, we, the commercials are too long. I didn't realize.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't realize it they
2: go on for that long. I apologize to everyone. So
3: I'm, a, I'm a very fast baker.
2: I did a show last night with Pete Holmes and he asked the audience how much they paid to get in. And when they told him, he said, Oh, that's too much. <laughs>
0: you could be watching the bad guys right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you can watch
2: it twice. Cause it's like 40 bucks a ticket. Or something. But uh, it was a good show. So I guess people, people are probably happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a new game for you today.
1: Woo!
2: Yeah. It's called, Kirk! Is <laughs> that Kirk? I said Kirk, but no, okay. it's not about the wrath of Khan. Oh. It's not uh, Ricardo Montalban yelling mm-hmm. Kirk. It's me yelling Kirk, and it's the wrath of Kirk Cameron. Movie.
3: I knew you were going to say that.
2: <laughs> Have any of you seen a Kirk Cameron movie? I'm very sorry to say yes. <laughs> Which one did you see, Sam? <laughs> I saw uh, Saving Christmas. Oh my god, that movie! It's unbelievable. Full title: Full title is Kirk Cameron's <laughs> Saving, Saving Christmas, Christmas, which doesn't I think make I've any seen that sense. too. Oh yeah, you sat through the whole thing because there's like 20 minutes of him in a car lecturing somebody in the passenger seat. Like
1: it's mm-hmm. insane. I don't miss too many Christmas movies. Oh, okay, oh,
3: you you want to miss this one. <laughs>
1: uh, what about you
2: Tommy, have you seen any Kirk Kirk Cameron movies? Was he in guys guys?
0: <laughs> yes. <sick.
2: laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> uh, well, all you need to know about his movies is that he's very serious about religion and plays characters who are either not religious, and then get religious, or I think in the case of Saving Christmas, he's just religious from the get-go, and it's very despondent about what's happened to Christmas. Uh, And the poster makes it look like an action movie, but it is the most inaction movie (laughs) uh, you could imagine. So here's how this game's going to work. I figured you wouldn't have too much experience with Kirk Cameron movies, which makes sense. So it makes it a fun guessing game to try to figure this out, because I'm going to say a quote from one of three Kirk Cameron movies. It's either going to be from "Left Behind," the movie, which is hilarious to me when the first in a series of anything has to call itself the movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> in the
2: title. I guess it was a book or so, it was something prior to oh, being that, but it's okay. uh, called "Left Behind," the movie, or another film he did called "Fireproof," or the aforementioned Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Oh. So, so the answer for each of these will either be left behind fireproof or saving Christmas. We'll start with Sam. If he misses on the first quote, then Tommy will get a shot. And if he misses Blair gets the gimme point. Cause obviously there's only three choices. Uh, whenever somebody gets one, right? The next person gets to go first in the next round. There's three rounds plus a tiebreaker. Sam, are you ready to go?
3: Oh, boy, I guess so.
2: All right. I'll say the quote, and then I'll remind you of the three titles. Thank you. <laughs> Here's the quote. I don't have all the answers, but for now, faith is enough. Hmm. What do you think that's from? Left Behind, Fireproof, or Saving Christmas? <sighs>
3: Uh, left behind?
2: You're going left behind. Yeah. And I would say that confidently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're confident now? No. We can lock it in? Sure. I don't know how you did it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> that is the answer. Well, I didn't think... I, you I don't nailed remember. it right out of the gate. It's even one of the two you haven't seen. Uh, but obviously... Uh, well, I'm going to say lines that could be in any of them. None of these is, none of these quotes are going to have references to Christmas in them. I right? Don't
3: know. I was hoping for that.
2: <laughs> just his drive to uh, fix people.
3: Right. He, Not that I remember saving Christmas particularly well, but I I didn't remember anything like that from that movie. Uh so I had a 50/50 shot.
2: Okay. Well, Tommy gets to go first on this next one. And it goes like this. Uh, Also, this is, uh, oh yeah, okay. This is uh, just one line from one of those movies. Does it not occur to you that there are two people in this house and both of them need to eat? (laughs) Uh, I love the line, first of all. Um,
0: You know, when are you trying to eat a meal in your house? I'd say Christmas time, so I'm gonna go with saving Christmas.
2: Oh, that's an interesting strategy uh, to suggest that that would happen on or around Christmas. I don't know when it happens in this movie, but I just know that uh, apparently he's mad because uh, she ate the pizza before he got home.
0: You don't really have pizza as a Christmas food, so I (laughs) could.
2: I've said too much. That answer is incorrect. <laughs> Blair between saving Christmas or wait. Oh, you said saving Christmas. So between left behind or fireproof. Wow.
1: Which one do you think that this would be a from? real mind bender? Right. Um, yeah. You know, but as they say, all great art stems from evangelicals. Uh, fireproof or left behind i feel like my first impulse was left behind maybe i should go with my intuition but i don't know i'm gonna go fireproof so you're not you're leaving behind left behind
2: to go with fireproof
1: yeah i feel like that would be a real trick trick question doug if you had the same answer twice in a row like maybe thoughtfully set up to trick us i don't know
2: Right, it's hard to uh, figure these things out because it could go any way. I mean, I'm trying to trick you one way or the
1: other. <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> trying to figure out a way to trick you. But uh, does it not occur to you that there are two people in this house and both of them need to eat? Is not from left behind.
1: I, kn- I said fireproof though, so I That's went. That's what I
2: meant. Not from fireproof.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew the answer was no. Uh,
1: I was like, that doesn't sound like the right noise, but okay, mm-mm. you knew what you were doing.
2: Yeah, I, I rarely know what I'm doing, but uh <laughs> but in this case, I do know that left behind, I, I was just so excited for that your first instinct was fireproof, but uh that, that brings us back to Sam and he gets the gimme point if he remembers what's happening. Uh, what? All you got to do is name that third title that we have uh, said is, is uh, you know, that hasn't come up
3: yet. I'm so confused. Didn't Blair get the point? No.
1: No, I guess fireproof.
3: Oh, you guess fireproof. Oh, then it's left behind.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh, crazy. wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got so confused because I, was, I
3: got confused too because they were arguing about what noise to be played.
2: I don't know. I was excited about uh, Blair almost getting it. Oh, her instincts were right. And then she fought her own instincts. I know Aww. that's what
1: happens. It's part of the human condition.
2: Hmm. And it's Aww. part of uh, multiple choice when you have no idea what the answer is.
1: Uh, I it's, so hard. Certainly
2: <laughs> it's so hard to go with your gut. So, Sam, you took this game down already. Wow.
3: I, yeah. I, I I you're welcome to the audience. We don't need to hear <laughs>
2: Kirk Cameron. <laughs> oh, we sure do because I wrote these quotes. <laughs> I wrote these quotes down. You're gonna hear them. Okay. <laughs> Cause this next one, so so Sam won this game, but the rest the rest of this is just for fun. Uh, this next one is two characters talking, uh, and it goes like this. Uh, I want to thank you, Dad. The love dare changed my life. Whatever the fuck the love dare is. (laughs) He says, I want to thank you, Dad. The love dare changed my life. And then his dad says, God changed your life. The love dare was just a tool. (laughs) And I say they're both just tools. (laughs) And then the tiebreaker, if we'd have gotten to that, is this one really cracks me up. Oh, that one was from uh, fireproof by the way. And then for anybody worried about it. And then uh, for the tiebreaker breaker is going to be, I've been saving up for my boat for years. You're not going to take that away from me. <laughs> saving for a boat. And that was from fireproof. And I thought it might trick people because it had the word saving in there. Uh-huh. Just like his saving Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. But Sam Levine,
3: you did it. Would you like to make an acceptance speech? I would like to thank Kirk Cameron uh, for reminding me that it doesn't matter how much money and success you have as a young person. You can still be batshit crazy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's really uh, he's really putting it out there. I just saw, you know, posted on my uh, socials with a fart sound at the end. uh, Him, you know, speak speaking directly to camera about uh, how children shouldn't be taught about uh, race issues or yeah. sexuality or anything. And he keeps screaming about how, sh- how his kids should be or, you know, children should be just taught at home. Right. But it's funny how when kids weren't allowed to go to school, everybody of his ilk was screaming about how kids need to go to school. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun to watch him flip and flop and also flip and flop some more because nobody
3: cares. Nobody cares.
2: Well, that game's never going to happen again.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a moment in time. I'm glad to have been included despite the outcome.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was a one and done basically, you know, going into it, I knew that it wouldn't have legs and I'm just happy to have gotten it uh, out of my system. And we are going to play another, I think, more exciting and more fun if you can imagine it. <laughs>
1: hard to imagine, oh but it's I'm so ready to go. so hard to imagine,
2: right? Yes. Uh, we're going to play that after one more break. We'll be back after this. We're back and we're going to play one of Little Wolverine's favorite games. Oh, wow.
3: But first, do you want some of the
2: spaghetti and meatballs
3: I just made? <laughs> The things that you whip up during these breaks,
2: I don't know if it means that you're under cooking things or the breaks are too long. I don't know which it's, way it's. Probably
3: I'm on a raw food diet. There. It's a raw food diet, Doug. You don't want this spaghetti and meatballs.
2: <laughs> How much uh, cooking do you actually do? Uh,
3: in reality, I do quite a lot of cooking. Yeah. Yeah, I cook all the time.
1: Like, How's what do an- you cook?
3: Yeah. I make uh, lots of chicken and fish and uh, in all kinds of different ways. And I love uh, grilling steaks and burgers and stuff. Um, But yeah, I I cook for me and my wife. That's right. My wife. Um, Yeah, I cook for the two of us uh, most days of the week.
2: So she's not a cook or you just have more time on your hands?
3: Uh, A little bit of both. All right. Yeah.
2: I think this. I think this marriage is going to work.
3: I think so too. <laughs> We've got a good system down. Yeah. Although she's been very sick with salmonella a lot of times because I definitely undercook all our var food.
2: Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you know, really cook it. You can't just do it during breaks from your podcast that
3: you're it's, on. I, I need to learn, you know, patience a little better when it comes to cooking. Yeah, just take take a lesson from Axel Rose. Okay. <laughs>
2: i would start well, singing but we I'm, can't afford i'm pretty sure he had a song called patience or he maybe did. that was, yes maybe, no, no, no. Oh, okay good no, I, a a started to panic that it, I panicked that it might have been sebastian bach <laughs> 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 you know every great hair band had a mm-hmm. had at least one mm-hmm. hit ballad you know yep so it's hard to keep to keep them straight um all right has anybody come on stand by your man to defend uh, axel no, I would love to. We haven't done that
0: yet, but I think that would be a lot of fun just to <laughs> dive into that man's oeuvre.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's got a lot of good songs, but ooh, what, a, what a messy individual.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, I,
2: think, I don't know. Ever
0: since I heard that X Rose is an anagram for oral sex, I've, I've been kind of out since then. What Oh, that's when I
1: stopped? <laughs> what in tarnation?
2: <laughs> Wait, what's his real name? I don't know. It's not Axel Rose, but (laughs) (laughs) Drexel Rose. I wonder, I wonder if his real name is is an anagram for something worse. So that's the name (laughs) of the idea.
3: (laughs) I got a a better anagram name. (laughs) It's an anagram for tax evasion. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: All right. So uh, did I mention that Sam loves this game? It's called the little search engine that could. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, Sam loves it for its arbitrary nature.
3: Yep, it really is a <laughs> <laughs> favorite uh, type of game.
2: Anything can happen. Anybody can win. Anybody could become a dangling champ and return to the show soon. Here's how it works. Yesterday, I typed something into a search engine on IMDb. And what I typed was the number 10, one, zero, 10. And then I wrote down the top 10 movie titles that came up on their, you know, their algorithm that presents things in order of their popularity. You know, their popularity yesterday when I did this, because it's constantly changing based on things that happen in the world. But I wrote down the top 10 movie titles with 10 in the title, the 10 commandments, if you will, Mm -hmm three of you are going to take turns guessing movies that you know of that have 10 in the title. We're going to do three rounds. So each of you will get three guesses total. The higher up the 10 title is on the list, the more points you get 10 points for number one and one point for number 10. And, you know, that leaves everything else in between. Um. Any questions? Nope. Okay. Since Sam won that last game, he gets to go first. Then we're going to go to Tommy and then to Blair. Sam, Mm -hmm. give me a movie that has 10 in
3: the title. Um, I'm going to go with the Dudley Moore, Boderic Classic, 10. So
2: you're just straight up going with, 10, I'm even going with though, 10, even though it's from 1979 or some shit. Uh-huh. You think that's the most popular 10 movie? Oh,
3: Ooh, the most pop. That's a good... I forgot well, about that. I was know, just thinking when, if you typed it in. Comes up uh,
2: at the top, but...
3: I, yeah, I'm going to stick with it just because I think it, it wouldn't... if you If you typed it in that way, it wouldn't necessarily filter it by popularity, but maybe closest to the title. So I'll go with 10... Bo Derek, Dudley Moore, 10.
1: Uh,
2: it's number one. Wow. Wow! Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty simple over there. And, uh, <laughs> it's a simple system that if uh, if you're looking up the word 10, 10 is going to be the number one answer. So Sam's on the board with 10 points, but it's still anybody's game because there's, you know, 17, 25, 29 30 it was like 40 points out there still for the taking tommy Uh, can you think of a film that you think is popular or at least imdb popular that has 10 in the title well you you mentioned it in the rules but can i go the 10 commandments you can i mentioned one title in the rules just to sort of give everybody you know a title they can grab for if they want to but oftentimes that title ends up being worth zero points
1: Hmm.
2: could be a trick do you want to stick with that answer
1: you should stick with it tommy sounds pretty good (laughs)
2: Wow. <laughs> now, now i think blair the tour. Yeah.
3: Uh, wow blair cutthroat i don't know what this
1: blair, blair,
2: blair came to play some mind games talk about a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> the true snake that mark maron could never uh,
1: um more like mr shark by craig robinson uh, oh he's no, in it too
2: i love craig robinson when he does uh yep Voices he was Kevin the squirrel in uh in Doolittle with Robert downey jr uh, no, i never saw it. I never saw it. I just remember the posters that said he played Kevin the squirrel <laughs> <laughs> um okay, so what do you think tommy i'm gonna stick with it i'm gonna i'm gonna see what happens all right well, I think you did did well by that because it is on the list. And it's number five, so you got six right. points for your That's trouble. Good. Yeah, Tommy's on the board with six. So, Sam, look out. Oh, no, I'm looking. But Blair, <laughs> if you come up with the number two title right now, you'll have nine points. You'll be right there behind Sam. What's a movie know what that I has ten to... in the title?
1: Oh, you know what I'm going with. Ten things I hate about you. One of the most classic movies of all time. I just heard from somebody that said that they uh, have never seen that movie.
2: Oh, it was Scott Aukerman, because he does this thing now, a podcast where he t- just sees movies he's never seen and then talks about them. And uh, I think he said he's never seen that. And I, I agree with you, Blair. I, it's one of, Not only is it a good rom-com, but it's also a good... Uh, teenager movie because both of those genres I'm not crazy about so you put them together and uh, it makes the opposite of, uh, of a rhesus it's like two things that don't go together for me
1: <laughs> those are two you of know. my favorite genres if you can believe it but Heath Ledger and Andrew Keegan okay wow <laughs> <laughs> before Andrew Keegan became like a cult leader or whatever but wow was yeah. he a babe
2: and uh yeah. Larry Miller's the dad. So he's, yep. you know, he's money in the bank and, uh, the girls are pretty good. Uh, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's just, Crap. it's just, it, you know, not unlike clueless how they did, uh, you know, uh, Jane Austen's Emma, the 10 things I hate about you does great is great at uh, taking Shakespeare and then turning it into a story about high school kids who are all in their twenties. Mm-hmm. um, and that Blair comes in at number two. Woo! So you did get the nine points I spoke of. Nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're back to Sam Levine. No. Yeah. Speaking of snakes. He's going to slither right in with another title.
3: Okay. What do you think, Sam? Oh, with, uh, we're still on 10.
2: Yeah. Oh, know, three, round, three <laughs> rounds. Three rounds. Each, you're each going to get three, three guesses as we, uh, um, gotcha. You know, as we chip away at this list of ten movies um, that have okay. ten
3: in the title. Well, damn! I really only thought of the two. I was thinking of ten, and then ten things I hate about you. So now I got to think of the third. Yeah, uh, that isn't the Ten Commandments. Um, oh, yeah, those uh, are the three we've said so far. I have got one. Uh, ten Cloverfield Lane.
2: Oh, great! Indeed, that is a motion picture with ten in the title, and a, a, another good movie. If you ask me, yeah. you know it's a, it's basically a three hander. But I like those three actors a lot. It's three good hands: John Goodman, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and uh, John, John Gallagher. Gallagher Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jr. Does he go? Got John Gallagher Jr. I, I believe he is a, a Jr. I think so. I think he has it in his official. Uh, mm-hmm his official name, which you don't see a lot in movie actor names these days, a young actor with junior in their name. Yeah. Mark Boone Jr. It is on the list. (laughs) No, that's okay. Okay. Any extra trivia you have is Mm. always welcome. Thank you. But 10 Cloverfield Lane came in at number four. Oh, so that gives Sam an additional seven points. A total of 17. Oh, boy. Tommy. That's tough. Tommy, what are you going to do about this? Do you think you can come up with, there is a movie that's in the three position. That's just sitting there waiting for somebody to pick it. But then there's also six through 10 are still available for a few points here and there.
0: So I, I need to take a wild stab because if I play it safe, I got no shot so that's
2: one way of looking at it
0: (laughs) well here's what i think now we've been saying 10 but you did type in one zero so what i'm gonna say is that maybe the number three movie is one zero one dalmatians wow
2: whoa interesting probably wrong Um, (laughs) yeah because i don't think i don't think that it you know, I look down the list even past the top ten and I don't know if it gets into like if the, you know, if IMDB can figure that out and okay. and, and put the uh you know that 10 is part of 101. Uh but you know, there's a solid guest guess, and you're a solid guest. <laughs> 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 but that movie did not make the top ten. Who made this list? Cruella? Oh,
1: wow.
2: Which, by the way, uh, I got to the movie Cruella late, the uh, Emma Stone movie. And while I have some objections with the idea that Cruella DeVille was a nice person when she was younger and just, you know, eventually became somebody that would hunt and kill dogs. uh, um, But... I love that movie. That's great. I, I like that too.
3: Have they greenlit a sequel for that mm-hmm. movie? Yeah. It it's called 2-Ella, right? I hope so. <laughs> Better be. I, I
2: doubt it because they don't trust people. It's just like, uh, you know, uh, Top Gun should have been called 2-Gun. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun 2. 2-Gun. Two <laughs> <laughs> but they just you know that they, they went with maverick top gun maverick because they just worry that people are just are, are too easily confused and don't know that it you know that it's a sequel but also new mm-hmm. uh but but cruella it, you know won uh, one oscar right won the oscar for uh costumes mm-hmm. i think and uh but the production design and all of the actors emma thompson is amazing as the the mean character who who you know pushes Cruella into becoming, uh, a, a mean person. And, uh, I, I just love it. I might watch it again. Have you seen it player?
1: Um, I have, yeah, I will say I was, a a bit, uh, shocked by the depths of the, uh, tragic emotional arc, but I did enjoy it overall. They did take out a little bit of the fun, I think.
2: Hmm. Yeah, it, it's it, it is a little heavy. Like I, I, it took me a long time to see it because I just hated that I saw clips from the first scene where you know uh, it, it's just an incredibly tragic scene. But uh, uh, so I thought, oh, this movie doesn't. It just seems like a bummer. But uh, I think they mostly recover uh, from that, and it's and it's a fun fun watch.
1: Yeah, I like, I like um, some of the, the production design was really remarkable.
2: Mm-hmm. They put a lot of money and, and effort into it.
1: What's your next guess, Blair? Okay, look, I won't stand here before all of you, my colleagues, and say I'm an expert in 10 title movies, but I'm going to guess I'm going to throw out there a 310 to Yuma.
3: Ooh. i hadn't thought about that of course 10 not be the not starting title word
2: yeah 310 to yuma there is a 10 in there and blair you did it it is on the list coming in at number six it's worth five points she's gaining on you
3: sam oh oh i have no idea what the score is
2: I'll tell you, she's only three points behind, oh and no. we on know to the re-
1: score. Sam, winning is all that matters.
2: Yeah, Squ- Sam, you. you have seventeen points. Tommy, thanks for being here with us. Blair, <laughs> Blair, <laughs> thanks for finding a, a library in Utah so you could join us. I didn't even know they had libraries there. I, you know. Um, but I do visit Salt Lake city occasionally and I love it. Uh, and Blair has, uh, she has got five more. So she's got a total of 14. So she could, she could be a massive spoiler for you, Sam here in the end, but you have a chance to pick up a few more points Mm. before she does. Yeah. Um,
3: Oh Lord. (laughs) (laughs) all right i have to i'm trying to rack my brain now for titles that don't start with 10 because i swear we've gotten all of those um hmm. now question doug does it have to be uh feature films or can it be whatever the answers are when you when you typed in 10
2: uh there you know TV series do pop in with a do 10 or TV in. specials okay. or whatever. And I don't include them. Oh, you don't include them. I skip it, but they're there. They're, okay. it, that's you're right that that happens. Cause but I, right. I ignore them.
3: You ignore, So if I said Ben 10, which I know is an animated series. That wouldn't make the cut. Cause would not it, make cause it cut.
2: would say TV series next to it. And I I I'm kind of an avid reader. Okay. <laughs> so when I saw those Damn. words, I knew it wasn't a movie. Uh I don't even know where it came
3: in or if it came in, but Okay. Uh These oh, are all oh son of a picture. gun. Okay. Okay. I have a guess. It is a feature okay. film. Okay. How to lose a guy in ten days.
2: Oh see now there is to me is the opposite of ten things I hate about you. That is a movie <laughs> It does not work.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> but a lot of people love it. And it did make the list. Oh, wow. But, Sam, yep. this is a real nail biter because it came in at number 10. <laughs> oh, no. So you only gained one point with that move. <laughs> oh, no. So Blair is within striking distance. Oh, boy. But Tommy is here <laughs> as a spoiler or just to you know, walk out of here with some, you know, some sense of pride. (laughs) So if I don't get it,
0: I'm leaving with no pride.
2: No, you got some, you, you already out of the gate. You got that six pointer. That was nice by just repeating the one that I said, (laughs) 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 but you know, it's all part of the strategy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You took a risk and it paid off somewhat but do you want to go ahead and name another one or do you want to hit the showers?
0: You know, uh, there's, there's, there's a David Wayne flick, the
2: 10. Oh, okay. It's a, uh, one of them anthology movies with a bunch of short scenes with all the people from the state plus Paul
3: Rudd. And I think maybe Rashida Jones, I believe you're right. And then fake Diane Wiest, if I'm not mistaken. What does that mean? They reference her like in one of the scenes. And I remember because it it's just so silly. It's like Paul Rudd's character breaks up with someone and then he he they bump into each other on the street. And, you know, she's like, oh, what are you doing now? He's like, oh, well, I've been in a uh, pretty serious relationship with Diane Wiest. <laughs> <laughs> <And> <laughs> we don't see her. We just hear about us. <laughs> and it always stayed with me. It's such a great, perfect name for that for that joke
2: it's hilarious. Well, also she's probably considerably older than that
3: character, I'm guessing. <laughs> I think so. I think she's been 20 years older, yeah.
2: Yeah. And but she's like uh she's so good. I was so happy to see her in that uh I like you a lot. Is that what was it called? The oh. the you know, the insur- the scam movie with uh, the lady from Gone Girl and Peter Dinklage.
3: Oh, uh Rosamund Pike
2: and- I care a lot. i care care a lot yeah okay yeah i like that
1: movie
2: yeah that was good and diane weiss was good in it because she had to be like kind of you know spoiler everybody she had to be like kind of like frail grandma character for a while for some scenes and then turn into a real mean mafia bitch in other scenes and uh she's got both modes going uh full tilt um What just happened, Tommy? What was your guess? (laughs) uh, The 10. (laughs) I just was putting off this this terrible moment because, no, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. The 10 uh, didn't make the top 10. This is a rough day. Rough day for me. Well, you know, at least you can uh, check out some books.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's true.
2: (laughs) How much more time do you have to kill? Uh, I have to head to the airport
0: in like two hours so I can read through some movie anthologies to find some more 10 movies.
1: Yeah. Maybe you can study after this, Tommy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. Is it really warm there today? It is pretty hot. Yeah. Yeah. It can get real hot there. And, uh, you're in Salt Lake city. Is that true? Uh, I'm in park city. I have to head to park city City. for the airport. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I've never been to park city, but I hear it's very nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Blair, you've had some time to think.
1: <laughs> okay. How about There's a
2: few. There's a few movies left. There's that number if you can come up with that number three one, that would really that would give you the win.
1: I really don't know. This is what I'm gonna say. I'm okay. gonna go with the origin story of incels today, ten to midnight. I've never heard of that. Who's in that? Um, What's his name? Uh, Are you
2: talking about the Charles Bronson
1: movie? Yeah, yeah.
2: Charles Bronson in Ted in the Midnight with his wife. It's uh, a
1: murder movie. Oh,
3: uh, Lisa
2: Elbacher. Uh, uh, Al, Al,
1: Al right? Yeah, is she in that one? Uh huh.
2: But he wasn't married to her. It was another lady. who was married to Jill Ireland, who he was married to, and they made a bunch of movies God, together. I haven't thought about Ten to Midnight in twenty years. Right? I, the, it, of the Charles Bronson movies of that time, my favorite was I really liked the movie Breakout.
3: Oh yeah, had a That's great a super good movie. Had a
2: great uh, bad guy getting hit by a pro- plane propeller mm-hmm. death se- sequence, which uh, you know Raiders hadn't happened yet. That's right. <laughs> um, but anyway, 10 to Midnight is a terrific guest, Blair. It is on the list.
1: <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow. It is on the list. Uh, but the bad news is that it's all the way down at number eight. And the three points that you got for your trouble keeps you one point shy of oh, catching wow. Sam Levine. Sam. You are the winner of Little Engine, Little Search Engine that could.
1: <laughs> Good job, Sam.
2: Thank
3: with you. 18
2: is... points. And uh, Blair ended up with 17. So close that, that we would have a tie. We would have to go an extra round, I guess. Oh my uh, God. Uh, if you hadn't have said, uh, What one did you, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Yeah. So I was, I was belittling you for getting just that one point, but that point really. Uh, really worked out for you turned out it did yeah are you ready to hear the rest of the titles yes Uh, please everyone's screaming at their devices or whatever they listen to this on coming in at number three a very recent hit film you Hmm. might have heard of called shan chi and the Uh,
3: legend Legend of of the the ten Ten Rings. rings yes nope That would not going to come into my brain.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I've never heard of that in my life. What?
3: (laughs) I it's full title. I would have, I only think of it as Shang-Chi, of course.
2: Have you heard of Simu Liu? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking to Blair now. Oh, sorry.
1: No, I have not. He's the star of that film. He
2: even hosted SNL this, uh, a few months back because of the, uh, you know, popularity of this film. And he's, uh, He's a terrific actor. I look forward to seeing more of him. Okay, uh, I'm going to watch then. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's got a lot of action in it. It's not, it's not like top-tier Marvel, but I, I did enjoy it. Um, coming in at number six, what I thought Blair was going to say when she was talking about 10 to Midnight, because it's another time movie, 310 to Yuma.
3: Didn't Didn't, three
1: Didn't she say 310 to
3: you? To Yuma? That was oh my g- second guess. Yeah, that's, that's how she got all those extra points that made it. Oh, a close the game. five points. That's right. Okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Uh, so then uh, so that one, I just forgot to check that off. Number seven uh, is a film nobody has any reason to think of ever. Uh, a movie that starred Channing Tatum and Rosario Dawson called 10 Years. What? Was this in released in theaters? I don't know where it was released. I don't know what <laughs> the deal is with it. But there is a movie called Ten Years. Was, was
3: it released only on Apple Watches? That might have been the case. Is that what happened?
2: Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, I don't have an Apple watch, so I've never been able to catch it. <laughs> never but heard of it. It gets worse, Sam, because in the ninth in the ninth slot is a movie called Ten Minutes Gone. <laughs> okay. Which sounds like you'd have to give up a lot more than ten minutes to watch it <laughs> <laughs> and it starred uh, the great Bruce Willis Oh all right uh, so as one of his uh, uh I guess he had quite a few straight to quite home v- home viewing movies yeah but yeah sorry sorry about the uh these uh, three ten and ten to midnight I just I'm not good with time. It's oh, very okay. confusing but What a great job everybody did today. I'm so proud of all of you. But Sam Levine is our winner. And don't say yes or no right this second, Sam. Okay. I like to leave people in suspense. But you are officially invited to be on the live Douglas Movies show next Sunday, one week from today at 420 at Dynasty Typewriter here in Los Angeles. But for now... Go ahead and do your uh, plugs. Um,
3: hey, I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Hello. I've got plugs. No. Um, hey, if you want to watch me be very silly on the Disney Channel, uh, my first episode of Raven's Home just uh, dropped uh, a day or so ago. So I think that's on uh, uh, Disney Plus if you have that or if you uh, somehow still get the Disney Channel pumped into your home. I don't know. Look for it on repeat. Also, uh, find me on Cameo. You know the drill. I'll, I'll make you a video for anything. Good news, bad news, breakups, quitting your job. Come find me. I'm happy Inside to. Inside
2: Dirt on Raven Simone?
3: There is none. She's, she's, okay. a, she's a pious person. I don't know what to tell so you.
2: People, people can pay you to say that. Yeah, if you'd like. Yeah. I'll um, talk
3: about how awesome Raven is for a couple bucks. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, she was co-host on the uh, local coverage of the LA Pride today. There you go. Yeah, and she did a great job. She had great, uh, yeah. very colorful yeah. uh, eye makeup.
3: She's, she's only been doing this her entire life. She's, yeah. She's pretty good at it.
2: Yeah, she was born cute and kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, so, Sam, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later about, uh, about next week. Okay. Tommy Magnamera was only a, a one-week run uh, as champion, but you're a terrific champion. What would you like to promote? Oh, yeah. We've been talking about check out Stand By
0: Your Band. We just did an episode about uh, something corporate that I think is a lot of fun.
2: Ooh. Oh, which, which band did you do? <laughs> which, corp- which corporate band did you talk about? It was Enron, the band. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah thanks man and i you know i'll obviously uh reach out to you have you back sometime and um hopefully uh, in you know one of the live shows in front of an yeah. audience i would love to this was so much fun thanks again for having me well safe travels out of utah uh say hello to uh tommy takar for us i will yes and blair saki so close but you know you know what they say it doesn't count
1: Right. It doesn't count at all. Horseshoes and hand
2: grenades. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to bring those things up, but... Uh, well, what about horses? Because, you know, I don't, I don't approve of horseshoes because, you know, <laughs> poor horses. <laughs> poor horses. And I don't prov- approve of hand grenades because why are you throwing hand grenades at horses?
3: Well, <laughs> they've they got to shake loose those horseshoes somehow. <laughs> uh, what would you like to plug, Blair.
1: I would please like to plug my new podcast, Dear Owen Wilson. It's a lot of fun, and I think you guys might like it.
2: I think we might. Yeah. Um, You just did a show. You just did like a headlining set somewhere in L.A., yes?
1: I did. I did a a new hour last Monday. How'd it go? It was fun. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Doug.
2: And you're going out on a tour. I think you have some dates with Ron Funches.
1: Yes. I have many dates with Ron Funches coming to a city near you.
2: Yeah. Go see Ron and Blair. Ron's never on
3: Douglas movies because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't
2: uh, know movie trivia.
3: Right. You know, he's just but like, just, uh-uh. but does he know Kirk Cameron movie trivia? <laughs>
2: I, you know, I feel like nobody does and that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, put you all, uh, uh, it made it a real level playing field today <laughs> it did. and, uh, somehow Sam got lucky. I'm going to be doing standup in Bakersfield, California on June 25th. And I've got, I'm going to do five shows at Acme in Minneapolis in July, but for all the information, go to douglovesmovies.com. One more time, I'd like to thank Sam Levine, Tommy McNamara, and Blair Saki. They're all terrific guests. Thanks, Doug. Yes, thank you, happy. Doug. And here's the uh, final line from a movie I've chosen f- to close out today's show. As always, as, it's two sentences, Matt, so get ready. As always, I show him mine, he doesn't show me his. Come on, Rapunzel. From now on, we do it in the dark.
3: <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie, eyes of gold is viewing prowess makes him cocky there's no room
0: in